Hi, I'm Megan. And I'm Ksenia. And we're the co-founders of Leone, a virtual skincare consultancy changing the way that you shop for skincare for good. This is our podcast, The Skin Interview, and each week we interview skin experts, brand founders, and the beauty industry's best on the skin subjects that really matter. Do you want to know the products that you really need in your skincare routine? Cut through the noise of the trends to avoid to find the ones that really work? Or do you just want to know what's happening to your skin so you can achieve your skincare goals? Each week, we're going to answer these questions and more with no bias, buzzwords, or BS. Hi, everyone. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to The Skin Interview. How are you, Xen? I'm good, and you? I'm good. I'm really good. It's been a very like productive week, I feel like, with work and everything. You are gearing up for the baby. If you guys have been following the skin interview, then you've known each week what size the baby is. Um, and now the baby's the size of a baby, I think. But is there anything specific that the baby, like the baby is a real, like, it's like... <laughs> It's a watermelon, a baby watermelon. No, no way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. So if you don't hear back from me, the next five minutes means I want to labor, but I don't think it's going to happen today. So Not everything's today. fine. It could happen at any moment. Yeah. Stay so tuned. Sydney. No, I'm joking. <laughs> Stay tuned. Uh, that would be, that would probably be our most listens ever. But yeah. Oh my God, could you imagine? No, I can't. That would be like... so yeah i'm going on maternity leave next week it's exciting but at the same time it's a bit frightening for different reasons but um i'm looking forward to it i can't wait to meet uh my little baby to be honest i know i can't wait to meet your little baby either i'm so excited i can't even imagine how you must feel because i'm like giddy but this week Xen, you had an amazing conversation actually with Monday Muse. So what is this about? So Monday Muse, um, I think it's a new upcoming brand, skincare brand. I don't know if you guys have heard of it, but they have uh, mainly two products. Uh, I think they're going to release different products, which Loon mentions it during the podcast. And uh, yeah, and I had the pleasure to speak with uh, Loon Martins, which, which is the founder. And funny speaking, Megs, we went to the same uh, university in Switzerland. No way. Yeah, yeah. Not the same is year, she, but... Is she Swiss or... She's Dutch. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. Super, super yeah, cool. Yeah. No, super cool. And um, yeah, and so she founded the skincare brand because she was tired of, you know, like uh, all the products out there that were tackling down like different skin condition, etc. She felt there was like a need in the market to have something that can respond really to people that feel that their skin is a bit like like a roller coaster, like tackling down, you know, different type of inflammation, etc. So that's why she created those two products. Um, mainly she started with them. So the serum and also the uh, oil which makes you experience both of them, right? No. So, you know, I haven't tried the oil yet just because I've had so many products to trial. And so it's it's actually really hard, guys, for us to trial things sometimes because we get sent a lot of different things and we need to give something enough time. So no, it's 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 going to be rotated in at some point. But I have tried the juice, which is their daily serum. And it's really interesting. It has niacinamide, which is Xenia's all-time favorite ingredient. Mine you guys know that it's PHAs, but niacinamide is a close. For me, I think it's one that I'm loving more and more because it's so good for congestion. And also it helps to minimize the appearance of pores. Obviously you can't shrink your pores, but it can like, it just does a lot of things and can also work on those kind of like dark spots and stuff as well. So 
Now, I really liked it. It was quite hydrating. I find that the Polish Choice Niacinamide Serum, it isn't hydrating at all. It just is, it's very like to the point, quite thin, you know? So I do like that this is a niacinamide serum that there's um, a bit more to in terms of hydration and stuff. But you loved it as well because it was good for your um, pregnancy skin, right? Exactly, exactly. Because my skin was a little bit all over the place. I experienced, you know, different phases. Uh, my skin was great in the beginning. After it became completely lifeless, especially when I was feeling sick. And you were so sick, guys. She was so sick. I was like white. I was white. You were white. Time. I was like I, lifeless. Yeah. I knew that Xenia was pregnant before she told me because she really didn't look, she did not look like she felt good. And you were hiding <laughs> your camera all the time on calls, you remember? Yeah, yeah, I remember, I remember. I was really not feeling great. So yeah, I had like the step of Holocaustro for the, for the last nine months and we received those products from Monday Muse and I really loved the, the juice, the, the serum, because I felt like it was comforting my skin. And I think that the discussion, the overall discussion we had with Lune was about, you know, skin condition because she suffered from multiple skin conditions too but also about acne, about, you know, breakouts and how actually a one size fits all absolutely doesn't work. And we talked, you know, about how the industry has a little bit evolved, but still have some work to do. Um, you know, we, uh, Megs, when we have clients and, you know, for example, they have a skincare regime where they use for acne prone skin. That's why we know that there's something wrong, you know, around that because obviously for acne prone skin, cannot solve a skin condition, first of all. And secondly, those products, you know, might be good for your skin, but it might not be good for another skin. So it doesn't mean that it will just resolve any one of the skin condition. So it doesn't mean anything, pretty much. Exactly. Yeah, it's such like a holistic, you really need to take a holistic approach. And I think holistic is a word that's being thrown around a lot. But it's so important because actually, like, it is World Mental Health Awareness Week this week. I think World Mental Health Awareness Day was was on the 10th, this kind of cycle. And so, especially with acne, you can't just put a band-aid, like we say, kind of on, on the issue of skincare with a skincare product that can obviously support um, and help to rebuild the skin barrier, et cetera. But it's more about managing stress and figuring out, you know, how to kind of, yeah, take a holistic approach in order to, you know, kind of address the concern on a deeper level rather than just putting a, a band-aid on it. Exactly. It's exactly that. And we actually spoke about that too. That, you know, um, not only you have to, like, the one size fits all doesn't exist, especially when you have, like, skin condition, like, you have to assess your skin, you have, you still have a skin type, right, underneath your skin condition, you still have skin moods, etc. So you need to assess all of those to really know what products you should be using. But next to it, there's so much work you can do also on your lifestyle, especially if you have a detrimental lifestyle or... Just generally speaking, there's there's many things you can do. And, and we talked also a little bit about how those skin conditions can impact your mental health, which is quite impressive, you know, like when you speak to different people. When we had consultation of people, you know, suffering from certain skin condition that would tell us that they can go, like they feel uncomfortable when going at home or they would, they would avoid, you know, any type of social gathering, etc., because they didn't want people to look at their skin. Like that's why you understand how actually our skin health, you know, is so important even for like just our general well-being. Um, so it was very interesting to have that conversation, especially Dune was is a bit unfortunate because she suffered from different things like periodermatitis and mild rosacea and also, you know, a little bit of acne. Wow. So she really went through a bigger type of roller coaster. And uh, that's why she created those products, because she really wanted to have something more comforting for uh, people like something, an option, you know, that would help people that would have those inflammatory conditions. 
but Max, I thought it would be great to um, maybe explain because, you know, there's still some misunderstanding between acne-prone skin and between unusual breakouts. So I thought it would be great for our listeners to just explain the difference. Yeah, so I think with unusual breakouts, I think that it's really important to you know, people say, oh, I have breakouts. But like when we say unusual, it's because it really does have to do with a certain trigger. So this could be a trigger in your diet. It could be a trigger with a product, for example. It could be a trigger, um, you know, because of stress, you may get some breakouts or maybe it's really tied to your cycle. And so these kind of like unusual breakouts, they tend to come and go, whereas acne is much more persistent. And it is, you know, a skin condition that sometimes does need to be treated with medication over-the-counter, um, you know, prescriptive creams or even antibiotics that you take. And I think that the the main difference is that kind of consistency. Now you can have breakouts like, you know, acne breakouts that, that get, you know, kind of fluctuate throughout the month as well. But um, those unusual breakouts will be the kind of one or two that pop up here and there. So if you have one or two spots that pop up here and there based on triggers, like I've just explained, then you really don't have acne. It's, unusual breakouts. And so I think, Xen, do you agree with me in in that kind of definition? Yeah, that's perfect because you really explained the main difference. And I think that's exactly what's different between both of them. And in the terms of like how you approach this concern, those concerns, someone that will have an acne prone skin will have more of a general type of treatment on their skin because it's present a little bit more on the skin and you really want to calm down the inflammation level. You really want to limit the bacterial formation on your skin. But someone that would have unusual breakouts, they would have more like a localized type of treatment. So really directly on the unusual breakout, which will completely change the way your skincare regime will be structured. Because with an acne-prone skin in mind, your goal is to lower down inflammation level, making sure that you have something that, you know, exfoliates the skin, something that targets the, the breakouts, et cetera, on a, a little bit on a deeper level. If you don't take any type of medication, of course. And for someone that have unusual breakouts, you still want to have a, a normal type of skincare regime. When I say normal, it means like something gathered to your skin profile, so your skin type. But you want to have uh, those type of products that you can add in your skincare regime to make little adjustments in case you have those type of unusual breakouts, but not something that you use every single day because that's not what your skin needs. I think that's also the main difference in terms of recommendation that we give. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I think that one thing to also kind of point out is that it's really important that you don't over overreact. And I know that that's a bit of a harsh word because obviously if you're having a breakout and you have an event or like we said, like it can be really upsetting if you know, you have something and you're, you're having a breakout, but to try not to go and use loads and loads of different products, because I think that that actually can make the problem worse. Although it may seem like you're taking action and doing something about it. Um, long-term it's going to impact your skin barrier and can lead to other issues. And so I think Cindy and I, you and I are both guilty of kind of overdoing it with products and kind of panicking and, you know, putting everything on. And it's so much easier said than done to not, to not kind of like freak out. Megs, I had that and I'm going to be completely honest. I had that two weeks ago. I had way more breakouts on my chin than usual. And I think it's because of hormones, etc. But I really, normally I have like one or two per month, you know, and I, and I can deal with that and I can control them. Like I have the products that I need. But this time it was so red, so inflamed and there was congestion and breakouts. And, you know, one night I was, I don't know, like also, you know, depending on the day you, you had, like if you're stressed, that's why everything comes to account, right? 
uh, I also had like, I remember like we went a few times to restaurants. I wasn't eating like, not healthy, but I knew I had like greasy food, etc. And for me, that's a key trigger. And so I was so desperate that I like started to pick at my skin, which is you the never one do thing. that. I you know, really I never, never do, do that. that, guys. My skin after that was so red, so inflamed. Like it was ten times worse than it was before. And it's just like once you start, like you can't really stop. You're just like, okay, I just have to like extract everything. And honestly, it took me two weeks for my chin to properly heal. And now that I'm more back on a more gentle skincare regime that Megan has designed for me, guys, and I feel my skin is way more calmer. Like it's like it's regenerating, you know, like I feel like I feel much better, but I look back to it and I'm like, you know, like for, for like me, it happened to me one time. And I promise you, like it's been years. I never had those type of, you know, breakouts that appears everything like suddenly everything appears at once. Right. So I really do understand people that get stressed out because of that, you know, and that can start to pick at their skin, etc. So yeah, like, you know, you, you see how it can impact. And, and actually you can also see on the other side how not using, like you said, overstimulating ingredients or not touching your skin and actually let your skin, you know, regenerate and do, do its thing, way more better for your skin. For sure. Well, and, and remember when I came and visited you in Geneva, I was having that kind of weird reaction on the left side of my face and I was totally panicking and I was putting on all the ingredients. I was putting on niacinamide. I was doing retinol. I was doing this and this, like all of these things and it was making it so much worse. And then once I just went back to my old routine and then also, yeah, just kind of really paid attention to what I was eating as well and like how much I was touching my face, it, it went away. Um, and so of course we're not saying that it's just going to go away if you just don't do anything about it. Like I do think that you need to have a plan and a stable routine. And there are instances where you do need to go to a dermatologist and kind of, you know, handle it that way. But definitely like there are certain methods that you can attribute to, yeah, not panic and, and still feel like you're doing something for your skin. Exactly. Perfect. And so I think that that's from us, guys. You can just keep on listening for Xenia's incredible conversation um, with Loon from Monday Muse. But if you want to learn a little bit more about Xenia's consultation, what she's using now, and also the kind of post-baby recommendations that I made in her shopping list, stay tuned for next week's episode. We're going to be talking all about her kind of recommendations and what it was like for you to go through the process, Xen, because obviously even we need to have kind of an audit of our skincare routine every once in a while. So yeah. Super excited for that one. I'm super happy today because we have with us the founder of Monday Muse, uh, Lune Martins. You know, Lune in French means moon. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So when I talk about my name in, in French, people are like, ah, Lune, la Lune. Yes. Um, but other countries, they're like, what is this name? So um, yeah, but you said I have the right. same thing with my name. I have a very like yeah. Russian name. So like in England, I can tell you like I heard Xenia in like many different ways. Yep, um, so I <laughs> but I'm super happy to have uh, Lune with us today. And we're going to speak about skin condition, acne, uh, the reason also why, you know, when you fall into a certain skin category, et cetera, doesn't really work generally speaking. And I think you have this approach also with the product that you have created. So it's going to be very interesting to have that discussion. So I think we, it would be actually amazing, Lune, if you can just present a little bit about like, yeah, just present yourself and also explain a bit more how you uh, have created Monday Muse. Uh, I think it would be very interesting uh, to know before we jump into the conversation. Yes. Well, thank you so much for having me. 
It's a pleasure. So yeah, my name is Loon. I uh, am the founder of Money Muse and I was really inspired to start this brand because of my own personal skin journey. I have uh, dealt with a lot of different skin conditions all throughout my life. So as a child, I was at the dermatologist's office all the time. And that, you know, from eczema to uh, skin rashes, which turned into acne when I became a teenager. And then my skin was clear for a couple of years. And I was like, great, we've moved on from all the skin problems and now I can live my life. But it really came back with a vengeance. So that was when I turned 21 and it was so hard mentally, took so long to clear it up that when I kind of made it out to the other side, I really wanted to create a skincare line dedicated to people that also have more temperamental, not so well-behaved skin. Mm -hmm. So um, yeah, this uh, was the beginning uh, and inspiration to, to start Money Muse. So it's really a line for people that have very reactive skin. So we try to minimize the risk of irritation as much as possible and are very careful about kind of what ingredients we include so that you can get your reach your optimal skin health. Yeah, that's so interesting. And you know, I love um, skincare brands that starts with a frustration that actually founders are experiencing too, because I feel like this way, uh, you truly understand also how people that suffer from those type of skin condition also, like how they can feel about themselves or, you know, how it feels on their skin, etc. Um, yeah. And I feel like we're moving towards, you know, those type of brands more and more, like people really like creating brands to resolve a, a certain frustration or skin concern that they had um, mm -hmm. and less towards big mainstream brands that promises, over promises, you know, like certain things with their products. Yeah. Actually, the formulation is not that good, you know. Subpar. Uh, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> we're not going to mention some of them, but we know exactly no. what we're talking about. But just if we jump into, I think it would be interesting if we just expand a bit more about skin condition in general, mm -hmm. um, because you mentioned different ones that you've been suffering and um, the way you suffered, I think because you had like multiple ones, it's quite interesting too, because it's true that most of them results from an inflammatory, you know, state that we have in our body. And so I think it's super important for our listeners to define exactly what a skin condition is. Uh, so that they understand if their skin might fall also, you know, if, if they might suffer from a skin condition or not, even though to, to really know if you do have one, it's important to speak mm -hmm. to a professional or someone to make the right assessment. Yeah. Because if we take, for example, acne as an example, many people think mm -hmm. they have acne when actually if you have one or two unusual breakouts per month, you know, it doesn't mean that your skin definitely is suffering from acne or you have an acne prone skin. Yeah, yeah. Um, but skin condition is basically like any type of skin disorders and it can be small things like, you know, maybe small red bumps on your skin, like a reaction or inflammation, uh, but they can be also more inflammatory ones. And the most common one in the UK are, uh, rosacea, acne, eczema, and also psoriasis. So those are the four main, uh, type of skin conditions. And they're very different from your skin type or, for example, from your skin mood, because most of the time, those skin condition, you suffer from one and it might sometimes sleep. So it might not appear on your skin. And then suddenly you might trigger it and it might come back, especially with eczema, psoriasis, yeah. 
rosacea, for example, which Megan, the other co-founder, suffer from this condition. So I can see sometimes, you know, how her skin can completely react from one day to another, which is crazy. Yeah. Do you feel that right now, like you still, you're still experiencing that, like this type of roller coaster feeling with the skin conditions that you, that you mentioned, or is it more like calm right now, your skin? Um, my skin is luckily in a healthy state, but I always keep a close eye on it because what you're saying is so true. A lot of these skin conditions are, you know, dormant, which means, you know, you might not have it now, but they can return at any time. And it's really hard to know exactly what triggers it. So very often I, even last year I had like a rash on the back of my legs and it was a rash eczema combination. Um, and I had no idea where it came from. I think, you know, it could be stress-related during a pandemic. That could be a logical explanation. But I think it's, if you're prone to conditions and have dealt with that throughout your life, I think it's important to um, keep a close eye on them, uh, especially if you have been diagnosed with it in the past. And uh, yeah, I think it's important, like you said, to really make sure that you get a diagnosis from uh, a medical professional, a dermatologist. I have a good example. When I was going through my acne journey, at some point I created these tiny little bumps on my upper lip, like near my nostrils. And it really looked like acne. So I thought, oh, another form of acne because I had the cyst. I had small bumps under my chin. And so I was treating it like acne using a lot of hardcore, like um, you know, gels, lotions, whatever on it. And it turned out to be perioral dermatitis, which is a skin rash. And you're not supposed to use any hard treatments on it, not even steroid creams. Uh, so it's really goes to show that it's very important if you have something on your skin that looks out of the ordinary to make sure that you get it diagnosed and not self-diagnosed necessarily, because it can be something else. 100%. And I think every skin condition too, um, they're going to appear in different ways, in different skin. You can have different grades, so different type of inflammatory, you know, like conditions. You can have different way that it triggers also in the skin. So that's why it's so important to have this assessment. Um, mm -hmm. And, you know, in the discussion point that we have actually for this podcast, um, there's one question is like why and how it affects the skin. It, it's so hard to explain how acne actually can, you know, affect the skin and how and why, just because mm -hmm. there's so many different reasons. Like, for example, uh, you know, for certain people, it might be a hormonal issue. So like starting a birth control or, for example, stopping it or, you know, something else uh, for others, it can be stress related. So there's so many different triggers. So it's very important to have that type Type of interview with someone um, and speak to a professional because they will be able to pinpoint what might trigger it. And by yeah. knowing the trigger, that's how you can also help to just not, I don't want to say resolve the condition because you can't unfortunately resolve something, you know, forever, but at least yeah. um, getting to know more about your skin and how to respond to it needs. And also like by knowing the trigger, you can also control a bit more, you know, this inflammatory condition. Um, so yeah, super important. And I think something you mentioned too, which is very interesting is that we also saw at Leon, you know, with the different consultation we've done in the past two years since COVID started, uh, that yeah. many people came to us because, you know, suddenly they have more flare-ups than usual. Suddenly their acne that, you know, was present when they were a teenager reappeared and, um, it shows you how much, you know, the environment and also your stress and your lifestyle can have a huge impact on your skin too. 
And I think that the way it affects the skin, it will be different from, again, from one person to another. There's different grades of acne too. Um, And depending on the grade that you have, like, for example, the first grade, you can try to treat it, you know, with the right products, et cetera. But I would say that it's still good no matter what to go to see, like you said, a dermatologist, because, you know, like you mentioned, it might not be acne. It might be something else. It might be fungal acne. It might be periodontitis. It might be another type of inflammation. So always good to check uh, your skin just to make sure that you understand it on a deeper level and you know how to respond to it accordingly. Absolutely. Yeah. In general, at least for me, that was the case. Very often something that shows up on your skin is kind of a reflection of what is happening inside. So it could, Mm -hmm. like you said, be stress, hormones. For me, it was a lot of gut problems and I never made the connection. I never thought that what showed up on my skin could have anything to do with my gut or anything inside. So I think it's good to, yeah, find the triggers get a diagnosis and then maybe look a bit deeper and and see, okay, you know, I was bloated a lot. I had a lot of digestive issues. Is this another sign that my body is trying to tell me about uh, that's important to, to do something about as well from what's happening in the outside? Is it a, is there, is it related to maybe an imbalance inside? Exactly. It's like a, you need to have a 360 degree approach for sure. If we go back to the main subject, like we truly believe that one size fits all just doesn't exist, you know, anymore Mm -hmm. with skincare. I think that, you know, just the way products are categorized, you know, for acne prone skin or like for rosacea, you can have those products or for like, then of course, if we're speaking about more topical treatments, I have nothing to do, but I'm really speaking about like the skincare space. Um, mm-hmm. And unfortunately, like we mentioned just before, you know, like it, you might suffer from a skin condition, but it might be very different from another person. And what you need to consider too is that it's your whole environment too. So someone that lives, for example, you know, in a very humid, hot environment or that work out a lot, et cetera, but suffer from a condition similar to someone who lives and have a complete different lifestyle, the way mm-hmm. you're going to recommend products is going to be very different. Because, um, you know, each one of them will have different needs, even if they do suffer from the skin, from the same skin condition. Um, and, um, and yeah, and I think it's, it's super important. And so you have created two products, which it would be great to hear more about it because, um, the, the daily serum that you have, which we talked about it just before starting to record, but I was saying how amazing it was. I got the chance to trial this one and also the, um, yeah, the serum, the oil, the, the more oily the one. Oil, the nectar, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. And I really, really love both products. And actually Megan was telling me today that she was also using the oil and she was loving it. Um, but one of your products or so the daily serum one, I think really focuses on decreasing that inflammation level that you might experience with those skin conditions. And it's a product that can be used for, uh, you know, different skins too. So like no matter what type of inflammation or where your skin is, I think it's a good product to just, you know, have a little reset in your skin and making sure everything is calmed down. But I'm explaining your product actually when it's actually your product. I think it would be great if you can like just, you know, explain a bit more about it. Yeah, that that, I know you explained it well. And and that was also the intention to create like a well-balanced serum that is really going to hydrate and strengthen the skin and also has some great actives to gently clarify the skin. So I wanted it to be kind of multi-purpose, but gentle enough for, for daily use. 
I think it's also, you know, part of the philosophy, because I think if you are someone that has kind of reactive skin, you know, using a lot of actives or stronger actives and layering those on top of each other can kind of disrupt the skin barrier. And I'm more of the, you know, kind of gentle but effective way to go. And that's what also what you were saying earlier, um, which, you know, I tried kind of the the anti-acne regime where every product is very much focused on acne. And, and again, it, it didn't work because if you have all these actives that are great, but if you have them in each and every product, you're layering too much. So I didn't want that. I wanted something that was going to support the skin, you know, strengthen the skin barrier and therefore hopefully also speed up the repairing process, of the skin, if that makes sense. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm very happy that you're enjoying it, of course. Yes, um, of course. No, yeah. and I think, you know, going back to the one size fits all, why I wanted to introduce now this product is that, you know, it can be layered with different products or it can be added in your skincare regime uh, very easily, depending on what, for example, treatment you're following or depending on what products you have that, you know, help may, might help with one specific skin condition. So I love those type of, you know, products, brands, et cetera, because it's a good way to, um, to have something that can be added to any skincare regime and just to help out, you know, work on a different, in a different way. Because like you said, like we tend to over exfoliate our skin. We tend to, you know, try to more aggressively, not to, even to calm down the skin. Like if we really speak about acne in general, it's all about destructing the breakout on your skin, right? Mm -hmm. Everyone yeah. just wants them to disappear. <laughs> Yeah, you want to scrub it away. Yeah. Exactly. You just want to scrub it away. You want to put like alcohol in it. You just want to like get yeah. rid of them. Uh, yeah. When actually it's like your skin being imbalanced, you know, so it's all about rebalancing everything out. So I think it's very interesting that, you know, even with certain products, even if it's not like, for example, you know, of course it will depend from one, one condition to another, it can still be added to different skincare regime, et cetera depending on the mm -hmm. needs that you have in your skin. And, um, and I think yeah. nowadays brands, they, if everyone was doing, uh, having this approach of, you know, creating a product that could be added in different ways, instead of categorized products per skin type, you know, which doesn't make mm -hmm. sense at all. I think already mm -hmm. it would be less overwhelming for a consumer to build their skincare regime, et cetera. You know, it would be easier. Yeah. That's what I wanted as well. Because when I started my skincare journey, I always say skincare journey because it was really a whole journey and process, but I was so overwhelmed with the assortment and mm -hmm. you just don't know what to do anymore. And some brands have so many products, you know, if, if there are like eight different cleansers, I don't know which one is for me. So I really, with Monday Muse, want to create those products where it's like not an all in one, but you know, it, it does different things. You'll get multiple benefits. It's not a, a one ingredient product um, where you have to layer so many different things. Uh, so it's really more effortless and uh, an easy way to take care of um, your not so well behaved skin. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It's like a different way of tackling down a condition that you might have. And also in a more gentle way, because most of the time, you know, for those that suffer from, you know, really deep or high grade type of skin condition, they are following certain topical or oral treatments. So you talked about Rakuten, which is extremely harsh on your body in general mm -hmm. and also on your skin. 
you need to counterbalance that with the right products yeah. in your skincare regime to make sure that, you know, you understand the effect it has, like it might clear up the acne, but there's many different things coming with it, like dryness and imbalance in the skin. So it's always good to have this approach where you try to compensate also with like what's happening in your skin or what you're using, just to make yeah. sure that overall everything makes sense, basically. And it's true yeah. that unfortunately, you know, the one, two, three, two steps uh, like clean stone, moisturize and put sunscreen. Of course, it's easier to go to one brand and just, you know, get all the products. But unfortunately, they, it, they're not going to, you know, respond the same way as if you would choose the products really adapted to your needs. And just by curiosity, because, you know, uh, we with our clients, I, I think that's something that really touches me is when um, people come, you know, with a certain skin condition and you can see how really it affects their mental health too. and I personally haven't, uh, you know, experienced um, any type of like deep skin conditions. Technically speaking, I had, I'm suffering sometimes from unusual breakouts, but it's nothing to compare, you know, to a real skin condition. Mm. It always not impresses me, but it's always like a shock, you know, how I see when, what I see when like a, how a skin condition can actually affect your mental health. Um, mm. And I wanted to know, with you, like, did you experience that, you know, with the different skin condition that you had? And like, is there anything that you've done that helped you to um, just to feel a bit better about yourself? Et yeah, true. Yeah. Yeah. I think it is really difficult mentally, um, mm -hmm. especially because skin conditions are often so stubborn, right? They don't just want to go away in a matter of days. And I really, it took me almost four years. So good, like three and a half years to get to the other side. And, and I think I could have done, done it a lot quicker had I just uh, been a bit more educated. I think, you know, I was, I was very scattered with my approach, but because skin conditions are, are, are often also visible. And when it's on your face, you look in the mirror when you wake up and you don't particularly feel super confident. And, or if something's on your body and you're, you know, going out in public, you think everyone is staring at you and you, you just don't feel great about it. So um, the correlation between mental health and skin is really strong and, and, and also shouldn't be underestimated how much it can do. So I, I can imagine also for Leone, when clients see an improvement in their skin, the confidence comes back and you feel so much better. Oh, it's and like that's a completely different person. Yeah. 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 And that's, yeah. that's truly the, the, those are the highlights of probably your business, but also my business. So yeah, you know, I was about to ask says, you if you got any like feedbacks from people, you know, using your products, like about how it changed yes. also the way they feel about yes. themselves. Yeah. I think that is the best part when I get a message or like uh, a review and people are really sometimes leaving essays of what it did for their skin. And, and I can totally relate because when my skin started to clear up. It was such a relief, but, uh, yeah, it, it's, it's amazing. And I think, especially with the facial oil, the nectar, because it's an oil, people are like very wary of it. I was oh, yeah. very, I was like, I, why would I put an oil on my oily acne skin? But this oil is uh, therefore really, I made it for people with more acne prone, oily skin in mind. So, um, not every oil is created equal. There's lots that are, uh, lightweight and non-clogging. And also oils have this ability to really kind of speed up the repairing process of the skin. Mm -hmm. So 
So with the nectar, I think it's the biggest surprise for people because they don't, they're like, oh, okay, I'll try this. Mm. And, you know, after a few weeks, they're like, wow, this is, uh, this kind of exceeded my expectations. I think it's kind of like the underdog, the facial oil, but, um, yeah, I, I, I think it's, it's, um, it, that's amazing to see that the, the transformation that it can have on, on people's confidence for people going through it. I think I always say like, it's just a phase. It yeah. will pass. I know it's hard in the moments, but try to, you know, think about maybe the connection between, you know, what is your skin trying to tell you on the outside that is happening on the inside. I like to say that to people because sometimes they don't really realize that there is that connection, especially I didn't know that I, either. And um, yeah, just know that it, it, it is a phase. It will pass. And there's lots of people out there as well now being a little bit more unfiltered with their skin. They show the before and afters. They, that's, I like to show my before and afters as well. And um, being a bit more transparent about, you know, having dealing with acne, especially when you're an adult, because as a teenager, it's kind of accepted, right? To deal with skin conditions and acne and it's okay. It's normal. Completely. Everyone has it. And then as you get older, it's like, no, it's, it's not possible to have. Yeah. Anything, and 43% of people that's, you know, I, I don't remember exactly the stat, but I think it's, yeah, around 40% of people in their forties, they will experience acne at a certain point, which is crazy when you think about it, because you think it's something that's just going to happen when you're a teenager, but it's true when you have it later, uh, when you're older, suddenly people look at you as if you were unhealthy or, you know, if something like is wrong with your lifestyle, when actually it can also be a condition that appears the same way as it might appear when you're 16 or 15 years old. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I think, um, I think it's good to normalize it and say, look, uh, if you're in your 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, you know, it's okay to, to have acne or other skin conditions. And so many people, like you said, the, deal with that. It is not something to be ashamed of. Completely. And do you feel mm -hmm. that this type of mindset, that's also part of your uh, brand mission and ethos? Yeah. Yeah. I think, you know, I don't want to categorize uh, mm -hmm. people too much. That's why I like to talk about not so well-behaved skin, reactive, temperamental. Yes. You also don't want to point it out all the time. No, you know, you're like, right. This is a pimple and uh, look, look, look. Uh, so I think it's, it's just important to promote like skin health and not perfect skin and if you don't have perfect skin that's fine you know if you're dealing with skin conditions that's totally okay you know like we're here to support your skin but we're not saying your skin has to be flawless or you know glass skin um, skin has pores skin has texture you know especially uh, women they deal with so many hormonal changes when when it's that time of the month for me, I will get a breakout and that's okay. You know, so it's mm -hmm. kind of saying, don't worry too much about it. It's okay. Yeah. Because it's just like the normal way of thinking, right? Because if you think that every time you have something, you need to, um, need to have a perfect skin, you're never going to be satisfied or happy because it's never going to happen. Unfortunately, it's just the way our skin works. And it's true that we tend to speak and show, you know, beautiful skins and like healthy and, you know, glowing, etc. But, you know, everyone has their ups and downs too. So it's like, it's a conversation that needs to get more important. I think in the beauty industry, it's getting there. Like, you know, mm. on Instagram, people, the way they share like pictures, et cetera, is like nothing compared to how it was like 10 or yeah. 15 years ago, which is amazing. Yeah. It's already a huge step ahead. 
Um, yeah. And I think we need to embrace that moment too, to, like you said, to really spread the word and, and, and explain that having a good, healthy skin, it's like, like the perfect life doesn't exist. You know, it's like, it will yeah. have their ups and downs, but you will still yeah. have a healthy skin no matter what. Speaking more about, you know, the acne skincare market, I would be interested to know because I personally, like when I was younger and I was experiencing, you know, an unusual breakout here and there, I really had maybe like one or two pimples, you know, every month, again, with my menstrual cycle. But, mm-hmm. you know, I got, again, I, I got this fear, you know, oh my God, I have, I have acne and I would mm-hmm. turn towards like acne prone products. And I remember I would use them and my skin would look dehydrated and dry. And like, even, you know, I don't know, just not happy at all. And, you know, after the course that we did with Megan, we also realized that for acne prone skin, you know, like the label that certain brands uses, like absolutely doesn't mean anything because again, you know, you don't have like a product that responds perfectly to that condition, but also most of them, um, they use very stripping ingredients. There's like a lot of like, you know, different things that might just like dehydrate your skin even more and create an even bigger imbalance in your skin. And so I wanted to know yeah. if you had a similar path as me, if you also like felt in this trap. <laughs> 100%. Lucky. No, I wasn't that educated. So I was, uh, I, or, or no. And when you see, you know, you're buying products and you see anti-acne, you of course think that's for me because I'm, I'm dealing with acne. And I, I really do believe that there are great ingredients like salicylic acid, benzoyl peroxide, and and ingredients that are strong that can really be beneficial to the skin, but you have to balance it out with nourishing and, and repairing ingredients as well. It can't just be like a salicylic acid cleanser, a salicylic acid toner, a salicylic acid serum, a salicylic, you know, you know where I'm going. So I think, again, it's, a, it's very important to think about your routine as a whole, and it doesn't have to be towards that one skin condition that you're dealing with. So maybe if you have dry skin, you can only, you know, it it doesn't have to be acne related. It can be anything. It really is um, about finding a balance between products ultimately and not trying to overdo it. You have to give your skin some time because, you know, the, our skin renews roughly every 30 days and you need to give a product a bit of time unfortunately, to really see if it works or not. Um, and if it's giving you this dry, tight feeling and it, it just doesn't feel right, it probably is not right. Uh, so you don't need to try it for two months to know. But I don't know how to say it, but it's so, it can be so tricky. It's such a like, minefield to, to, to go through. And, and you, know, you and I, are, we're, we're in this industry, so we can kind of navigate through it pretty easily. But you know, I have, I have a friend and she was like, what's a serum? And I'm like, of course, you're not going to know any, everything about anything in life. So I think ultimately it is, it is tricky, but there's lots of research you can do. And um, again, just keep in mind that your whole, you have to look at your routine as a whole and have the strong actives, but then balance them out with the nourishing and repairing and hydrating ingredients, because that's so important for your skin. Completely. And I think having also a full assessment of your skin because mm-hmm. you might, um, you know, you might suffer from acne, but it doesn't put you in the category of like acne prone skin. You might have yeah. acne, 
But underneath it, you might have a dry skin, you might have an oily skin, you might have a combination skin. And so defining that and also any type of skin mood. So skin mood is actually a term that we have um, trademarked at Leon. It means like any type of little skin condition and concerns that can happen, you know, depending on your lifestyle or depending on what you eat, etc. So more like stuff that then comes and go. And I think mm-hmm. defining those two because they can be dynamic, they can come and go. Uh, but, you know, having like those different free layers, so knowing if you suffer from a skin condition, knowing your skin type, knowing if you have any type of skin moods at the moment, and really try to assess your skin this way will help you also to, like you said, create a balanced skincare regime. Because first, for sure, you want to treat the skin condition and making sure you know that basically like because it's inflammatory, you need to decrease the inflammation. But then, like you yeah. mentioned, your skincare regime needs to be also here to balance out, for example, those treatments or, for example, to um, have a more calming and, you know, more like cocooning benefit for your skin. It's all about balance, basically. It's mm. super important if you want to maintain a healthy skin as much as possible. But like we said, you know, it can just change all the time. So you just oh, need yeah. to be also open with that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. It's like, you know, when they say, listen to your body, I think you should also listen to your skin. Uh, you yes. know, and it's, it's, of course, it's not easy to, to know exactly what mood your skin is every day. But if you pay attention to it and kind of check in with your skin every day, every week, whatever, you will start to uh, understand it a bit more and um, hopefully, you know, get it in a, in, a, in a good, healthy place. Again, like healthy skin is not perfect skin, but healthy skin is just strong and supported and nice and glowy and bouncy and supple exactly and as long as you're happy with your skin that's the most important thing too right yeah as long as you feel great about it that's perfect do i think it would be great if we can finish this podcast like with any because obviously you created your brand so you like formulated the products you know exactly you know how to tackle them how to try to um respond to more reactive like you said temperament type of skin I would love to know if you have like other, like if you can share with us like any tips and tricks you have to optimize skin health. We spoke a little bit about, you know, how holistically like certain things, like trying to manage a bit more your gut or taking some supplements were helping you. Um, Mm -hmm. Is there like any particular ingredients or any like particular holistic tips that you have included in your routine that really helps you to decrease those uh, inflammatory conditions? Yeah, I do have a couple. Um, for your skin, I think the biggest thing, if you have reactive skin, incorporate products one at a time. I used to really be like, okay, I'll get this whole regime and then it wouldn't work. But I also didn't know which product was the culprit. So if you have reactive skin, really, you know, be conscious about when to include what and don't over exfoliate just, you know, two times a week, max three. And then, you know, if we look on, you know, not skincare side, I think what could really help is finding a good facialist to just help you kind of manage any conditions that you have because they are so great because they work with so many different skins um, that I think finding a good facialist that kind of caters to your needs um, uh, is great. Obviously, you guys are also great if you, you know, if you don't know uh, where to begin, (laughs) Uh, with your skincare routine. And then for me, what really helped improve my overall health, so the bloating, the, the acne, et cetera, was uh, probiotics. So to this day, I take still, still take probiotics. 
find a good quality brand, I get a lot of questions like, which ones, you know, which, mm-hmm. what is a good quality? Uh, so I like the brand Cetoplan and they have one, um, the strain is called Saccharides Boulardi. I mean, it's probably not the best <laughs> thing to say, but if you roughly type this in Google, that one was great for my acne. And I think that particular strain is also really focuses on that. I used a brand, a brand called Alflorex, which is great. And uh, I try to follow, this is something I recently discovered, uh, a FODMAP diet. I don't know if you've heard of it. This was first recommended to me by a dietitian, And she explained to me that there are certain foods out there that are very easily fermented in the gut and can cause uh, people you know, that have IBS or are prone to digestive issues uh, that you should limit or eliminate as much as you can. And this, was, this is something that I find very interesting because it's a lot of healthy foods. If you look at the list, I suggest going through it with a nutritionist or a dietitian because it's, like, it's quite a big list and it's mm-hmm. difficult to know what to follow. And I'm not a big fan of eliminating things out of your diet, mm-hmm. but I have noticed a big difference by limiting certain foods. And this even, these are things like fruits and vegetables. We're talking garlic, onion, things you eat in your diet every day that you would never think would be a trigger for, for you. But if you are kind of prone to digestive issues, at least I am, obviously. So it might be worth looking into that and seeing how, um, how the things you eat can affect what happens you know, inside. Because again, it can show up on the outside as well. So probiotics, FODMAP diets, and just you know, facialist, Leone <laughs> and uh, skincare routine That's like with not too many products. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. No, completely agree with you. And um, I would like for the diet, I would exactly say, like mentioned probiotics exactly the same way you did, uh, because I think that a lot has to do with your gut health. And we touched base a little bit about that. But it's true that if your gut is in balance or if you don't eat, I don't want to say the right way because there isn't the perfect way of eating. But if you don't nourish your gut, let's say the right way, mm-hmm. it won't, it will have a direct effect on your skin too. And yeah. same thing, if, if you do nourish it, you know, the right way, then like you really see a difference in your skin. And I think probiotics is definitely something uh, that can help any type of skin condition because it does help to, um, you know, just rebalance the gut, et cetera. And so limit the inflammation that comes from there. And, uh, and yes, for those people that, you know, suffers from acne or any type of other inflammatory condition, we do also recommend probiotics. We love also the brand OptiBac. They have like really good, um, like different strains, but it's, it's interesting because you mentioned a specific strain in one product. I'm going to look into it because it's true. Like certain strains now, like there's more and more studies about probiotics where like Mm. every strain can tell you exactly like how we can respond to a certain skin condition or, you know. Well, a certain yeah. I don't know, gut problem that you might have, which is very interesting. I think the this space is getting bigger too. There's more and more studies and experiments, et cetera. I would also mention that, uh, you know, the connection between your mind and your skin is so big also. And so yeah, if you do have like, if you live in a stressful environment, if you have a stressful job, or, you know, if you really feel that it can impact you, it's true that cortisol levels, you know, that are initiated by stress can also accentuate certain inflammation uh, in your skin and then have an impact on skin conditions. And so trying to find like, I hate saying that because I feel like, oh, try to meditate. It's like very, 
you know, basic. And for some people, it might work. Some people, it doesn't work. But just finding someone that helps you to ground that a little bit and really relax, you know, and, and I don't know, just unwind, you know, from the day and think about something else. It could mm. be meditation. It could be like a gentle workout. It could be a nice walk, you know, outside. It could yeah. even be like calling someone that you love, you know, every, every day for 20 minutes, speaking to a different person, like those type of different things that actually makes you happy and will help to decrease also like the, the cortisol levels in your body. I think that's also essential to really make sure that, you know, you're also like doing some stuff for that. Yeah. And it's very hard, you know, mentally, like when you, when you try to incorporate something new in your routine, uh, like for example, let's say meditate five minutes per day or go for a walk every day for 20 minutes. It's super hard to get that in your routine and have this yeah. like reset, you know, for the next, I don't know, year. Uh, yeah. But if you try hard and like, if you do it like, for one or two weeks, you'll see, not only you'll see the benefits in your body and in your skin, but also you'll see that it will just be, become part of your routine and it's going to be easy yeah. to do it. Uh, so I think that's 100%. also something important for sure. Yeah. And I think also what you're saying had so much relates to sleep. And I think a yes. good night's sleep is just sets you up for like a good day and a good life in general. Um, so yeah, finding those little moments for yourself and even, you know, I love to make uh, teas at night or sometimes like a healthier hot chocolate. I like to take baths and it, it's not always easy to kind of, you know, if you're super busy or if you're a mom with kids, I can imagine you have very little time for yourself, but these small things and these small habits, they will add up and they will, it will reflect you know, not only mentally, but also on the skin. So exactly. It's I, like I a with all, that. Yeah. all in one type of thing. Yeah. Amazing. And Lyon, do you want to share a bit more about the future of Monday Muse? Like what's coming next? Um, like what's, yeah. what are your next plan in the future? I think it's super exciting. Um, if you, if I'm super excited, I really want to know what's your future plan. So I'm sure everyone wants to know too. Yes. So we're launching a third product which is very exciting Ooh. but it's uh it's basically a cleanser uh, it's the first time i'm revealing this by the way oh amazing um, so it's uh yeah i think it's a really nice addition to the range i mean we have two products and one is a serum one is an oil and um you know cleansing is such an important part of if not the most important part of a routine so yeah that is coming end of october um, and we have something I'm working on a little Christmas bundle with a cosmetic bag that I'm, that I've created. So, um, we're, that's kind of what we're doing internally. And, uh, hopefully I'm really looking to, um, partner with, um, with retailers. So, uh, hopefully we will be able to, you know, expand and try to create as much awareness for the brand as well. And, uh, onto global domination <laughs> um, becoming... everywhere <laughs> exactly hopefully one day uh, yes. but I think also it's interesting we have so many customers from all over the world I think mm -hmm. now we're at like 35 countries people have bought from from wow. us and um, yeah I think it's it's really nice to be able to especially for example the US or in Europe to also make it a little bit more accessible to shop uh, our products 
That sounds very exciting. And uh, no, I'm sure like I don't have any doubts in, uh, in the future plans that you have. I think it's going to work very well. Um, and I really wish, wish you the best of luck. And thank you so, so much for participating to the podcast. I think we had a very interesting conversation. If anyone has any question about Monday Muse, about your products, what's the best way to reach out to reach yeah, out for you? Yeah, so uh, uh, I think the best way is through Instagram because uh, yeah. you can kind of get the daily updates there. Uh, that's at Monday Muse Skin. And uh, the website is MondayMuseSkin.com. So uh, yeah, you cool. can always drop a DM or send an email and uh, we usually reply really quick. Amazing. I just have one more question. Sorry. Why Monday Muse? Yes. Uh, everyone is always asking these questions. Um, I wanted something, I wanted a name that was, would almost evoke a little bit of an emotion and curiosity. Um, and the words, you know, separately also have a kind of deeper meaning. But besides the fact that it sounds nice, you know, Monday Muse, or at least that's what I thought, the Mondays are really kind of representative of to start fresh. You know, Mondays are all about like motivation. If you've fallen off track, you can kind of start again on a Monday. And same with your skincare routine. If you don't know where you're starting, if, you know, your habits, habits haven't been great, uh, you can always start fresh on a Monday. Um, and then the muse is almost representative of all the people that I find so inspiring that go through their own skin journeys. And mm -hmm. because it's mentally so difficult, especially if it's for years and years, I think it's really inspiring how people move through that process and um, get out on the other side. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I think it does have a deeper meaning, um, but I also wanted it to be like kind of a, a catchy name. It is catchy. I really like it. Yeah. It's very pure. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, I like it. That's good to know. Thank you. <gasps> Thank you, Dune. Thank you so much. And if anyone has any question about Leon, you know how to reach out to, to us. We have same thing, Instagram, DM. Yeah. And of course you can email us if you have any questions too. Uh, but again, Lune, it was so nice to have you here. And uh, I really Thank hope so much. all the best for your brand. And I'm sure everything's going to work out. Thank you so much. This was really fun. Thank you. <laughs>